next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Huda, and welcome back to the Kenosha Connors Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brendan Ertle. Today, we are previewing the Saints' first game of the season against the Green Bay Packers in Jacksonville in the TIAA Bank Field. I'm so excited. I don't know what you guys, but this is a new era Saints football. We saw Drew Brees on Thursday night uh, debuting on NBC, and it just kind of felt that much more real that football season's here, and uh, Drew's not, and it's going to be a new era of Saints football, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Jameis Winston and this Saints team roll out there on Sunday, and I really have high hopes for this team in the season. It'll be just me today breaking down and previewing this game, but you guys will see Nate and Chris after the game uh, on Sunday. But let's jump right into this, and let's start off with, obviously, the Green Bay Packers are favored by three and a half points, and that's it's fair. I mean, we haven't seen this Saints team. This is a completely new team. It's a completely new team. So I understand this Packers team, this pretty much almost exact Packers team, went to the NFC Championship last year and fell to the Bucks. So obviously they still have high expectations like we did a year ago to be a Super Bowl contender year in and year out. And this is Aaron Rodgers last year. So Packers fans are going to want every single game they can get out of him and hopefully make it to the Super Bowl for them. But uh, not so fast. Uh, Saints continue to keep trolling. They continue to keep trolling. They are going to be in white and gold uniforms, and it's kind of a weird thing for them to wear white at home, quote-unquote home. But if you think about it, Jacksonville's pretty warm. It's pretty hot, so the Green Bay Packers will have to wear their dark uniforms, which definitely won't help in the heat. If they did that on purpose or not, I don't know. But the Saints will definitely be feeling cooler in that heat. Aaron Rodgers will be sweating more than he usually will be in Green Bay. So who knows if they did that on purpose or not, but the Saints will be in white and gold for this game. But before we get any further into this preview of this Packers game, I want to talk about some breaking news, which is really, really big for this team, and uh, there's a lot of it right now. Uh, Most importantly, the greatest thing to happen all offseason comes in week one. The Saints landed their cornerback two from Ohio State, from the Houston Texans, the Saints traded for cornerback Bradley Roby. Uh, he's suspended for week one. Obviously, he's uh, dealing with that six-game suspension as of last year. So he had five games uh, last year to end the season. And then this is his one more, which is in the long term okay. He got to the Saints facility today, which is at TCU. Uh, not sure if he even would have played in this game if he wasn't suspended, just because it's that quick of a week, maybe they would have tried to force him in there just from their circumstances that we'll talk about in a second. But huge move for the Saints. And they traded a third-round pick to Houston, 
which is their own third round pick, and they'll probably get a comp pick back for Terry Fontenot going to Atlanta. And they also sent a 2023 compensation pick, so they will have to earn that pick. But really good stuff from the Saints. And that deal in itself sounds like a great deal for Bradley Roby. But the best part about this deal is they, the Houston Texans, converted $7.6 million of Roby's contract to a base salary uh, signing bonus. So that means Houston will eat $7.6 million. Now, that will allow the Saints to only have Bradley Roby for $1.8 million this year. They're getting a cornerback too, Bradley Roby, who has been great over his NFL career for $1.8 million and they traded a third and a maybe a six. That is a steal. I'm really, really looking forward to see Roby and Lattimore play next to each other, but we won't see it in this game. Um, obviously, the Ohio State connection gets even stronger with the Saints adding Roby and they got Malcolm Jenkins, Lattimore, Nick Vanette, and all the other guys in the past as well. So tons of Ohio State natives still with the Saints. Now, Sean Payton has been saying cornerback it has been a must-all offseason. It was kind of surprising that they didn't address it earlier, but they got a good deal. They got a good deal late in the process, and probably is going to be the best cornerback you touch all year if unless Stephon Gilmore or someone like that demands a trade. But he's a really, really solid cornerback, too. He actually graded out higher than Jonoris Jenkins last year, according to PFF. So the Saints will have tons of success with him. But the reason why this move is so important is because the Saints placed Ken Crawley on IR, which means he'll at least be out three weeks. Um, so obviously Bradley Willoughby would have started anyway, but losing Ken Crawley definitely does not help. Um, that means Paulson Adebo will be starting at cornerback this week. And uh, that's a little bit scary just because he's a rookie. And not just because he's a rookie, it's because he's playing Aaron Rodgers in week one of his NFL debut. And if you watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game and you watch Micah Parsons, they covered him a ton. He's a great-looking rookie, but Tom Brady picked him apart. He, he got him confused. He got him confused in the run and pass game, the play action. He was just confused. It's the NFL game. It runs faster. Everything's faster. So if Paulson Debo can come out of this game looking decent, that's a huge W. If he doesn't absolutely blow... That is a huge W because, you know, Aaron Rodgers knows that kid's a rookie. He's a third-round pick. I'm going to go pick on him. I'm going to go pick on him. So, also, Traquan Smith has been placed on IR. Not great. Obviously, this has been a super frustrating situation with Traquan. Missed a decent amount of camp. He, we thought he was going to be ready for week one. Gets placed on IR. He's out another three weeks. So, that means the Saints will be Traquan Smith and Michael Thomas list to start the season with the emergence of Marquez Callaway I think the Saints will be okay I don't think they'll necessarily struggle that much at wide receiver obviously they have guys like uh, Deontay Harris Chris Hogan those were Humphrey so there are other options that can step up and make some plays but not a ton there besides Trey Quan and Michael but obviously when those guys get back this offense will be rolling it's just not the situation you want for obviously a guy like James Winston wants all the weapons he can get but just a new quarterback new system you want to have um, the best possible players out there for him and you'd hate to see him just struggle and whatnot in his first game and you know how the media would react if if he struggled and uh, not many people understand the Saints wide receiver room situation with Traquan and Marquez so just really hope Jameis can kind of build a 
quick chemistry with some of these guys because Jameis' closest receiver so far this offseason has been Traquan. He worked with them all summer, and they connected a ton in training camp. So I just hope he can get that chemistry with some other receivers and pretty quick as well. So we'll see how they do on that part. Uh, on the injury report side, uh, pretty decently clean for the Saints. Uh, Thursday, obviously, Traquan and Ken did not practice. And they were later placed on IR. But the big one was Lattimore was limited with a knee injury. And that kind of scared some people just because their cornerback situation in 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 general has been thin. Uh, obviously, out of Desmond Trufant there. So, wouldn't be totally screwed. But uh, on Friday, Marshall Lattimore did return. He did full drills, everything. So, he is good. That was maybe just a little dink that just kept him out for a day. Teron Armstead did not practice Friday with a back injury, but he has no injury designation on the list, so he should be okay. So maybe it was just a little dink as well like Lattimore and just kept him out of practice. Obviously, it's not enough to put on the injury report and put him as questionable. Uh, James Hurst missed with a knee injury. He is questionable, and that does it for the Saints injury report. The only real big name for the Packers on the injury report has been Zadarius Smith. He's pretty much been limited all week with an injury. Uh, with a back injury. He's been limited every day, and Friday he did not practice. Uh, he is still questionable for the game. I've seen some reporters say it's unlikely. I've some, seen some say they'll wait until game time. So Saints fans probably know. He'll probably end up playing. He'll probably get on the field. But the point is he's not 100%. Uh, last time we played him, he was a game record for them. Uh, so Dar- Zadarius Smith is a really good edge rusher for them. So I never want to see an injury on a player, but this will definitely help out the Saints in their quest to upset the Packers in Jacksonville. Now, can they do it? Can they upset the Green Bay Packers, the almighty Green Bay Packers? We've heard all the talk from all the media, all the Packers fans, that the Jacksonville Jaguars stadium will will be a home game for the Packers, blah, 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 whatever. The the Packers are just blessed that they don't have to play in the Superdome. Uh, On back-to-back years, with the fans, with the noise, Aaron Rodgers said he is excited that he doesn't have to play in front of those fans. So it's just a huge advantage for the Packers in that situation not to have those fans. And can they do it, though? Can the Saints pull off this upset? Because it, it is an upset right now. It is. I think people, way too many people are sleeping on this team. They've lost a ton. Yes, they have. They've lost a ton. But in my opinion, this defense has only gotten better from last year. The defensive tackle position, yes, it's not great. It's it's thin, it's it's injured, and we will see later on if they can fill that kind of situation. And the quarterback position, of course, in this game is not great. But the rest of this defense alone is good enough to almost hide that position. Now, we saw in the Bucks game last night, it's hard to hide a, a corner that comes out for a player to uh, they lost Sean Murphy Bunting for the game, and they kind of just picked on the outside receivers that filled in for him. It is hard to hide a cornerback. It's the hardest position to hide pretty much in the NFL. But they can still do it. Uh, the pressure needs to be great, and it should be, because the Packers are starting two rookie linemen at center and guard. And, of course, they're still missing their all-pro left tackle, David Bakhtiari. So they are thin at the offensive line, and the Saints are pretty deep at the DN position. So they should really get after the quarterback. And that's the way they're going to beat this team, is they got to get after Aaron Rodgers because if he has all day to throw, he'll eventually find someone. Now, this secondary is good enough to hold up until Bradley Roby can come in. 
But if you give Aaron Rodgers to throw against any defense, he'll find an open a space or an open player. It doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers is just that good. He's good enough to buy time. So if they can pressure Aaron Rodgers all day long, hit him, uh, put him on his butt, this will be a different game. This is this is the game that the Saints can keep up in. It might take Jameis a few a few drives, and um, it might be a little sloppy in the beginning, just because it's just everything's so new. I would love to see Jameis come out and play like he did in that Jacksonville game, but it's it's a it's a different team. This the Packers defense is still very good. It's definitely not as good as the Saints defense, but it is still a good defense. It's a championship caliber defense. So Jameis is gonna have to step up big time. Because it might be a shootout at the end of the day. Because every it feels like every single time we play the Packers, it's always who has the ball last. Now, that's been with Drew Brees every time. And when we played the Packers last time, we did not play our best football. Now, Taysom Milk almost pretty much fumbled that game away. Now, it wasn't entirely his fault. But the Saints could have won that game. They were in position to win that game. And we all remember the Alvin Kamara's touchdown where he broke... 15 and a half tackles on that on that catch and he's gonna have to come up big again because he's going to be their one wide receiver one running back one all that he's going to get the most touches in this game he has to come up big Alvin Kamara has to come up big and Marcus Callaway is gonna have the toughest job of out of anyone he's gonna be going up against Jari Alexander who is a standout corner one of the elite corners in the NFL uh very very talented and it'll be tough for him to get open like he did in Jacksonville. He's not going to have 100 yards in the first quarter and two touchdowns. And if he does, phenomenal. I'd love to be wrong about that. But this is a very good football team, and I think the Saints can do it. I think they could. Uh, do I expect them to? I don't know. I just wouldn't have that high expectations for a team I haven't even seen yet. I haven't even seen them at training camp, and we barely got to see them in preseason as well. So uh, with, with a full-strength Saints team, I think this team can still be a very good football team. I still think they're a playoff team, and we'll just have to see. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We come at you guys after the game with a quick breakdown of what happened. Hopefully, talking about a first Saints W, Jameis Winston's first W with the Saints. I appreciate all you guys' support. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Brennan Ertle. Give the podcast five stars to help us out so much. We love you guys, and we will see you Sunday. Thanks for watching. Who that? Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know?